With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Sports in the City. I'm Haley. And I'm Sally. And we are back after another week hiatus because of that stupid snowstorm. Stupid snowstorm. Yeah, we, it was, the guys didn't even come in, so we didn't have anyone to help us. I know. And (laughs) I can't even turn on a computer myself, so I would not be able to figure out this software absolutely not. is my mic even on okay yeah yes is. Zach. thank god zach is here to help us zach is our our brain trust so yep well the mood's a little lighter today than two weeks ago thank god yeah well i think you know i i did get a lot of feedback on our episode from two weeks ago and people were so kind like multiple People, our mm-hmm. our friends texted me and said that they were crying during the episode. I know. But in a good way. Like, they were so happy for you getting your dog, which now has a name. <laughs> Dolly is her name. Um, I reserve the right to change it, though. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, my God. I like the name Dolly, but I just, I don't know yet. Ma'am, <laughs> I'm not buying this dog a gift until she's got a name. <laughs> Dolly is her name. Dolly is her name. But I don't trust you. It's her name. What am I going to change it to? I haven't thought of anything better in over two weeks or more because I've known I was getting her for longer than that. Oh it's Dolly, God. but oh I don't God. even think she knows her name, to be honest with you. I've been trying to teach it to her. She doesn't seem that into it. So oh, she's not into it. So you're putting it on her. <laughs> That's not why. But anyway, yes, she has a name. OK, well, so yes, people were very, very supportive of the episode. And I not that I was not surprised, but. I don't know if I could listen to somebody cry for 20 minutes about their dog dying. No, same. (laughs) Because it's just so, it would just make me so sad, you know. I mean, I've had two dogs that I follow on Instagram pass away in the last month as well. And I can't even take that. So, no, no, seriously, people have sent some really, really nice messages. um, And it truly does mean a lot. One, that people listen to begin with. And then two, that they actually like what they're listening to. And reach out about that. I mean, that yeah. really means a lot. Any message I got totally warmed my heart and made me because I felt like we obviously both were very vulnerable on that podcast. Yeah. And I don't like being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that about me. No, I am glad I'm sitting down. Yes. They left a chair for me today, thankfully. Oh, thank God. <laughs> so, yes, breaking news. I don't like being vulner- vulnerable. I don't love showing my emotions i uh i like to take things privately and deal with them Mm -hmm. and that's just kind of how i've always been and so this was a very big deal for me to kind of cut open a vein like i did so yeah i was really glad that we had the conversations that we did and i just i felt so supported by you and that really meant a lot to me so thank you ditto yes so we're so, back. yeah, my girl does have a name, and she slept through the night last night for the first time. Oh, so, what a blessing. I'm so proud of her, and uh, I think she's doubled in size. I look at her, and I can barely hold her with one hand anymore, so time's flying. And uh, now I'm like, stop growing. Well, so I met her on Monday for the first time because 
the week that you got her, the day after we recorded the podcast, I ended up in the hospital for four days. And then last week was the snowstorm. So my first opportunity was to, to meet her on Monday. And she was so sweet. She's so so ti- I mean, I don't know if I've ever held a dog that that was that small <laughs> because I've had yeah. I'm a big breed. Yeah, we've always had big breeds. And yeah. so when we got Howie at 12 weeks, Howie was like 18 pounds. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if not bigger, which is my goal for her. I'll be so happy if she gets to 18 pounds. Yes. So I think she might now. I was really worried the first like week. I was like, oh, my God, you're not even probably going to make it to 10. Because oh she was gosh. only two pounds, and um, but she's been sick. She's had a parasite, which is a whole other conversation for another time. Um, so she just wasn't really gaining weight, and thank God, I think she's got to be four pounds by now because I think she's completely doubled in size. So, fingers crossed. I don't want a miniature. I don't want a Chihuahua-sized Boston Terrier. No. no. <laughs> but yeah, she's so sweet. Honestly, like I know I was wavering on it when we talked about it on here. Um, it's been such a fun experience she is such a sweet girl obviously she's a little mischievous but I expect that to get worse she's not bad but it has been she has made me so happy she makes me laugh all day long and um it's so funny the things that she does that remind me of Emma are just like it's so Emma like all dogs obviously love treats they're pigs whatever Emma is like she will clean the kitchen floor oh my god Two hours or three, like Emma would clean cleaner. the floor like it was her job. Like she was, I'm clocking in, I'm yes. getting it done, and she would work overtime most days. Yeah, a hundred percent. And obviously the other dogs do that, but not to the extent. And she's always out there getting the crumbs. She's licking the other dogs' bowls. So hungry all the time. And then um, when I take a shower, Emma would always come up and lick my legs, and mm-hmm. it would be so annoying. Um. But after 14 years, you just kind of, like, get used to it. And the other day, something was licking my leg, and I just, whatever. And I looked down, and it was her, and I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, so just, like, I know those two things are kind of whatever. But she's, she does things that remind me so much of her already. So, yeah, it's it's been a really good experience. Well, good. Um, so I'm really happy that I did it so far. And today is my Queen Emma's birthday, so... That'll be a little sad today, but yeah. Well, <laughs> why am I crying again? It's okay. uh, I really am very happy, though. I was like, I'm, I'm so happy that I made this decision. She's been such a sweetie. Good. Well, I'm so glad. Well, you've been home with her. Yeah, I can't well, do anything. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> I know you forget. Sal is a new mother, so she's kind of chained to her house, and so she's been keeping up with court TV <laughs> with the Murdoch trial, right? Murdoch trial. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, it's spelled Murdoch, but apparently if, you, if you're if you in the know, at least from the podcast that I've listened to for like over a year on this, is uh, it's Alec Murdoch. Okay. Even though it's not how it's spelled. No, and that really bothers me mm-hmm. that it's Alec, but it's spelled like Alex. And what, bo- yes, and it's also that everyone, obvious, most people pronounce it Alex, which, why wouldn't you? It's just like, dude, can, can you get some consistency? Like, why were you... You know, it, it's just guy, frustrating how it, you'll be like watching one show or you'll be watching the trial and his name is pronounced three different ways. I think the only thing the- consistent <laughs> about him is that he's a bad person. That is that is it. True. So I feel like a lot of people know about the Alec Murdoch trial. But yes, he it it has been on my on court TV 
all day at my house. I turned up the volume for when I just left so she can be in the know. Oh, good. She'll report (laughs) to you when you get home. Defense uh, closing arguments are today, finally. So hopefully it will go to the jury today, and hopefully it will be wrapped up by the early next week because I am so sick of this damn trial. You're sick of it. You're over it. I never really was. I didn't really, like, like I said, I followed it for, I mean, the murders were in, uh, Maggie and Paul's murder was June of 2021, and I've probably followed it since, like, around the time he got arrested, so August or September, and I'm just over it. Oh, it's just taking too much of your time. For one of those reasons, no, it's just, for some reason, it's just not the juiciest to me, which is weird because it is a very juicy, dynamic story. Well, so we've we both have watched the Netflix documentary. Did you watch the HBO documentary? I didn't. Okay, so I'm, I was just burnt out. Okay, <laughs> so I watched the HBO documentary first. Super into it, and then maybe a week and a half later, I watched the Netflix documentary. And admittedly, I've not been keeping up with court TV like you have been. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I uh, I watched the Netflix documentary. Last week during snow day, snow days, and uh, I thought it was so much better than the HBO one because it has the victims of the boat crash, which kind of started this whole spiral of events. So this was what 2019 that the, yeah, the that boat crash. Right. Yes. So it was like February of 2019. There was a boat crash. Six kids were on a boat, mm-hmm. and one girl, Maddie, passed away in the boat crash. It took like five days to find her body. Mm-hmm. And Paul Murdoch was allegedly driving drunk, like obliterated drunk. Yeah. And he did go to trial for it. No. Oh, he didn't. No. He got charged, right? He got charged, but it took like six months. And he died before. Yes. Before, before anything happened because he... he got charged. So this is a very uh, affluent family in South Carolina. Uh, the the grandfathers have been um, prosecutors, DAs for years and years and years and years. So they're like a very, you know, they, all, they know all the officers, they know everybody. So when he finally got arrested, well, charged, he didn't even go to jail. Like they booked him in, they didn't even, they took his mugshot in the hallway of, at the courthouse. I mean, so yeah. he never had anything. And then obviously COVID happened and that delayed stuff, but he never had any consequences. He still had his license, still had access to guns like any anyone else would not. Yeah. He just basically lived his life after yeah. this happened. So I really liked the Netflix documentary because it had the other people that were on the boat talking, mm-hmm. the other kids where the HBO documentary didn't. And it also has like video their own uh, personal video footage from their phones. Yeah, their Snapchat uh-huh. video. And it, to me, it was so devastating to watch these kids talk about something that was obviously so traumatic. And then what they suffered afterwards, because they just see Paul living his life and going about like, and Maddie's boyfriend, is it Anthony? Yeah, Anthony, Anthony. said that Paul did apologize to him. Yeah. But... Still, well, what made it all worse though was that the dad, Alec, is manipulating all of the kids when they're literally in the hospital. Yeah, some of them had to have surgery. Yeah, in the hospital, going in, saying he's their representation um, to the nurses and things. 
he and he was trying to pin it on one of the other kids, Connor, and trying to create all this confusion. Oh, we don't know who was driving and all of that. So from the beginning, his hands were in all of that. And the crime scene got messed up. And yeah, we can talk about them till the end of time, this this trial. But so that also, that's kind of what, what started all of this. But then it came out that Alec has been stealing millions and millions of dollars from his clients. He's a personal injury attorney. So he also has a orphans, drug addiction. Yeah. Orphans, people who are bound to the hospital for the rest of their lives because they're paralyzed or they can't take care of themselves. I mean, terrible situations where he was just stealing money from people. Um, a lot of suspicious deaths around them, too. But I agree. The Netflix one I, I did really enjoy, even though I kind of thought I'm going to put this on for background noise because I've followed this case for so long. But I couldn't even look at my phone. I was so into it. It was very. I watched it. It came out and I it was after I got home from the hospital. It was last week. And I was just having trouble sleeping, and it came out kind of in the middle of the night. And I was like, I'm just going to put this on. Maybe I'll fall asleep. Nope. Watch the entire thing. It yeah. was so good. I highly recommend it because, I, like I said, really the only background. I had heard of this, and I knew I had seen people talking about it on Twitter and everything. But then watching the HBO documentary, I felt like I learned more in the Netflix documentary. I mean, it was only three parts. They very well could have added at least two more parts to it because it is very boat crash heavy. It is. They could have went into his financial crimes a little deeper and some other things. But I, I think it is, you know, it's three episodes. I think they're 45 minutes to an hour. So it's a it's not a huge commitment, but I do hope that they add more as uh-huh. time goes on. But it's very interesting. This, so the trial has been going on for six weeks. It was only supposed to be three. I actually hate the trial. I think it's been executed very poorly but um the really something weird about it is so that netflix documentary came out last friday i want to say mm-hmm. and when you open your netflix it literally just you know netflix just starts playing you a preview yeah. of what's new so these jurors are not not only not sequestered but they're not even instructed that they can't watch, watch netflix. netflix what so obviously you know it'd be common sense to know hey i probably shouldn't watch this documentary but you open it and it literally just starts playing yeah. Oh my God. I don't know any. I don't know how they're getting away with all of this weird stuff. But yeah, hopefully it'll be uh, start deliberating today because I'm over it. Well, hopefully you get <laughs> so a that's resolution. That's what I've been up to. That's, yeah. Um, that and school and I because I just can't really leave my house for long because, um, like I said, my puppy's been sick, so I have to be there. You're just being a good mom. I'm just being a good mom. You know. Well, so I-, I don't get enough credit. <laughs> You're single mom. Too. I am a single mom. <laughs> Play the Reba song. <laughs> From from the Reba show. Did you ever watch that? I did, but I don't remember the song. Oh, it's like a single mom who works too hard, who loves her kids and never stops. Oh, I can, yes. With a gentle hand and the heart of a fighter. I'm a survivor. Oh, that's that's a banger. You got to take the the Jess King Peloton Reba ride because that song is in it. Is it it on there? Oh, it's so good. But so Reba used to, Lifetime used to have reruns of Reba and my freshman year of college, I remember on Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, when I would get done with class, it was like 2.55. And then I would book it back to my room and watch <gasps> Lifetime to watch Reba reruns for like an hour. I don't know why. I just loved it. Maybe Reba was very calming to me or something. I don't know how much I watched it. I don't think I watched it a ton. Oh, I, I've seen every episode at least twice. I love oh. Reba. I know that's a fun little fact. I, You know, I like that I can still surprise you after all these years. 
I love that we can still keep our relationship interesting. Yeah. Is this meeting already over? Oh, my gosh. Well, sad. So at iHeart, they have PJ Fleck in here today because the Gophers and iHeart Media just extended their agreement for another, I think, four years to have uh, iHeart broadcast all of the Gopher games. So PJ Fleck was in here, and I'm so sad, and he was doing a little little show bit thing, and I'm sad I didn't get to see yeah, him. Yeah, it only must have lasted a few minutes. I we know. got the invite to go in, but I felt a little I would have been way too awkward. <laughs> I, would, I was like, hi, I'm not really supposed to be yeah, here. Hi, uh, yeah. I'm still always waiting for the day where we are here, and Abbott's like, you guys are still doing that? Like, right. I'm, just, I'm just always afraid that, that it's going to be one Thursday. I was like, oh, yeah. we thought you were done with that bit. Right. Before we move on from Murdoch, though, let's and let me ask, do you think he's going to be convicted? Do you think he's guilty, and do you think he'll be convicted? Oh, my God, he's totally guilty mm-hmm. and allegedly he's totally guilty i don't want to mur- get sued i don't want to get sued i my personal opinion i did my own research yes. i think he is guilty yes and i think he'll get convicted i think he's absolutely guilty no doubt about it i wish I was more confident in him getting convicted. I think I would have to go. I think it'll be a hung jury because I think the prosecution has done such a terrible job and um, they let him testify for two days and he just owned the courtroom. They had no control over the situation and they focused way too much on the financial crimes and not the murders. So I think it's going to be hung. I hope I'm wrong because I think he's evil. He, uh, he is awful. I mean, One of the biggest things that stuck out to me is when he was right after the boating accident and all the kids are at the hospital, except for Anthony, who's still at the crime scene or at the scene of the crime, whatever, the accident, looking for Maddie. All the other kids are at the hospital. Alec and his dad come in and they don't say a word about this girl who they cannot find. It's two o'clock in the morning. There's a huge accident. A girl's missing in the water. Right. And everyone's freaking out. And all they're concerned about is making sure that their kid isn't in trouble. Yeah. And it's like you have no remorse for this child, for these people who are looking for their daughter, for these kids who are worried about their friend. Don't even think twice. And if that is your first thought, I understand that everyone's concern is their kid first and foremost. But it's like, okay, your kid is safe. You need to worry about someone else's child now right and he didn't no didn't care no and that's the thing with the murders too is um he claims that someone came in within like a 10 minute span and and shot them and he wasn't around it's like but he was literally there you know eight minutes before because now he's gotten caught in the lie and he's had to admit that he was if someone came in there just to like kill them wouldn't he be scared that they're like still out in the woods about to shoot him with a high power rifle like he never was worried he never looked for the killers afterwards he never did anything it's like if somebody is shooting you with that high powerful of a gun your entire family wouldn't you be like hiding oh totally wasn't his original alibi too that he was at his mom and dad's house and his mom is has like dementia or something so she's not a reliable alibi obviously yeah, it was that he went to see her um, in the facility that she was in, and he got um, 
her aide, he tried to like convince her aide to like lie about the timeline that he was there. Not- but like I said, they've done a terrible job. So <laughs> God, I hope that I'm wrong. But anywho, okay. Hopefully we'll have an update on that next week. I know people are dying to know. We're now the Murdoch murder trial leaders. Leader. Yes, we're coming. We're coming for that podcast that's been. Oh, that has, like, oh my God. There's like 10 of them now. Right. So. Well, we? I have some exciting news. So the day after. Or no. The last time we recorded. So two weeks ago today. I had gotten an email from the director of the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation, and she said someone had reached out to her who had been at the gala this past year and thought that I did a good job speaking and recommended me to a group in Iowa, a a GI group down in Iowa, to have me come and speak about my experience with having Crohn's disease. So I officially booked my first speaking engagement that's not through the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So Amazing. I'm very excited. It's on April 1st. So I get to take a business trip down to Des Moines. So excited. <laughs> business trip. Hopping on 35. I cannot oh, yeah. wait. Scenic scenic drive. You'll love it. I can't wait. So yeah. <laughs> so I am uh I'm on Tuesday. My friend Tracy and I are writing my speech. Thank God. My friend Tracy, she is uh, the producer for the channel four show, The Four, which is on four o'clock Monday through Friday. And she is so talented, and she has helped me write my speeches for the gala the last two years. I just basically talk to her, and she makes it sound good. She puts it in paper form, and I can go from there. We all need a friend like that. She Yes, and she takes all the likes out of the things that I say. Oh, I my ums yeah. and puts it into a coherent sentence. So I'm very excited to, to write that, and I'm really looking excited. And actually, it was kind of cool. I was The other day, I was at the... Uh, the Wolves game, and I ran into Justin Gard, shout out JG, and I was telling him about that, and he goes, okay, so can you get over the fact that you don't yes. think you did a good job at the gala? And I was like, yes, I'm finally over it, JG. I've worked through it, and now <laughs> that someone else wants me to speak, now I'm over it. And he's like, okay, thank God. Good. Yes. I was so, about to ask, but I was like, I don't even want to bring it up. Nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. It only took almost six months, but your girl's over it. I'm okay. okay. <laughs> May I recommend the Days Inn in West Des Moines? Oh no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm seen at a very. I'm not even going to say it because I don't want my stalkers to come find oh, me. Oh sure, your yeah, fan club, right? Uh, my Des Moines, fan club in Des Moines. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. But uh, no, in downtown Des Moines, West Des Moines. I'm not oh, very okay. Uh, admittedly, I've never been to Des Moines. I don't spend. It's going to change if, your life. I don't know if you know this about me. I don't spend a lot of time in Iowa. I try oh, and minimize yeah. my time in Iowa. That unless might change. Unless it's going to Diamond Joe's to go to the casino. But that's neither yeah. here nor there. So, I like Des Moines. It's fun. I've only hung out there a couple times, but it's it's always been fun. Well, I'm going to go. I guess da- you're going for a business trip. <laughs> not a, not our usual type of business yeah, trip. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to be going out on Friday night. <laughs> but so I have to come back, though, on Saturday because John Mayer's going to be here on April 1st. So I want to oh, go to that. Yeah, I did see that. I haven't gotten tickets There's yet. There's way so many concerts coming up. I, I can't. Well, what are we? I what did you you surprised me last week with the best news ever? Oh yeah, um, Country Jam. Oh my god, I cannot wait. When you called and said that, I was so excited. Yeah, so Country Jam reached out to me and asked um, if they could give me two tickets for promotion, and of course I said yes. But 
here's the thing. Um, growing up in Virginia, I listened to country music heavily in high school, and then after high school, I would say, I don't know, till probably like 2007 ish. And like I said, seen Tim McGraw, seen Kenny Chesney. I've been to a lot of concerts, but since then, I I kind of got into my emo phase. I was more emo phase, like started in 2005, but didn't get really deeper until like 2007. Eight, so mm-hmm. I kind of ditched country, and now I don't listen to it. So I have to really get into it. Well, I've got time. Don't worry. I've been doing. I've been listening to all the country music yeah. for us because. So I listen to country a lot. I remember I, I heard "Wide Open Spaces" by the Dixie Chicks, and I was like, "Oh, I think this is the music genre for me." So this was back in '99, and every really yeah. So every Saturday morning, I would listen to or I would watch GAC, Great American Country, and they do the top 20 music video countdown. And they still had, like, because it was 99, so they had older music videos. Right, right. So that's what I was always listening to and watching. And then when I got to college, I stopped listening to country music, and I kind of went out of it for a few years. And I knew the big songs, whatever. But then... um, my friend Bridget obviously loves country music, so I've kind of I've been listening to a lot with her. And then last year we went to Eric Church and Morgan Wallen, and that just like a switch went off. And now all I listen to essentially is country. And I cannot wait because Tim McGraw is going to be there, mm-hmm. and we both have seen Tim McGraw. Yeah, well, did I tell you the last? I think I maybe told this before. The last time I saw him, we were at the Virginia Beach Amphitheater, and we were in the grass part, and it poured down rain the entire time and I had cowboy boots on yeah and filled my boots were full to the top you're lying with water and you know if you're when you're standing like that out there first of all cowboy boots are not super comfortable to wear off for a long time anyways but then your boots are so full of water so you I took them off we took them off a couple times to like dump them you know but after a while your foot feet are getting swollen because of standing in them and also the water so you just had to leave them on soaking wet like so wet that when we got in the car we just took off all of our clothes except for our bras and i i'm sure i wasn't in my underwear but something yeah because you were freezing then oh because anyway that's the last time i saw him so i'm excited to not have to deal with that well i i saw tim mcgraw and kenny kenny chesney in 2002 yeah i think it was 2002 and it was, or 2001? It, either 2001 or 2002, they were on a tour together. Kenny opened for Tim. And it was my first concert I'd ever seen at XL Energy Center. Oh. And I wore a red tank top that had rhinestones on it that said cowgirl. A <laughs> leopard print cowboy hat. And then I had dark uh, flared jeans that had gold all along, like all the seams. It was a look. I used, Do you have pictures of this? Somewhere. I'm sure my I friend Christine probably still and has we them. we need to post them on Instagram. Oh my gosh. Oh this yeah. This is iconic look. I can already- It was, I might recreate the look, but it was, yeah, it was a, it was a time for sure. Yeah. It, my style was a little bit more out there than it is now, but I can't wait for that. Dierks Bentley, I've never seen before but i love his music and actually i was with muss a couple weeks ago and he was telling me some dirk bentley stories and i guess he really loves the twin cities area so that was cool to 
Yeah, so it's three words. days. It's in July, and it's in Eau Claire. So we will. We have any listeners in Eau Claire? Please hit us up with your recommendations. Yeah, because <laughs> um, I've never stayed there. Actually, my terrible, terrible, terrible ex, the awful one that I lived with, um, most recently. So mo- by most recently, meaning he moved out in twenty early twenty seventeen. He lives in Eau Claire now. So oh, he does. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Steer clear of him. No. Ugh. So anyway, yeah, that's going to be exciting. And I um, appreciate the invite. Yeah. I'm, and I'm glad I have enough time to to get back into it. Yes. Well, I will make some playlists for you and send them your way. Thank for you. For sure. Yes. I would happily do that for you. Well, do we want to we wanna brag about our report card? Or do yes, we, we want should. to? Um, we got a gold star. We did get a gold star. So. The NFL Players Association this past year has done surveys, uh, 1,300 players, about the current team that they play for and how they rank um, their accommodations. Out of the 32 teams, your Minnesota Vikings got first place. The categories, treatment of families, A, food service and nutrition, A-. minus. Okay. Now, if you're wondering where the minus came in, I think I have a theory. Okay. I love a, a good... Put your tinfoil hat on. Look, there's no more Donut Club. So oh. <gasps> wow. Donut I didn't Club. even think of that. Yeah. So it probably would have been an A, at least an A. A plus if it wasn't for Donut Club. So A minus, I, I, I agree with that. <laughs> uh, weight room, A. Strength coaches, A plus. Oh, my okay. gosh little conspiracy theory to go on the donuts there that is read oh my, into it you really did put your tinfoil hat on this morning and you're like, <laughs> oh my god uh training stuff a plus locker room a plus team travel a love to so, see that what does it feel That's like to they be fly up delta. at the top i was about to say <laughs> delta so that's obviously great to be at the top um i wasn't Tremendously surprised that they would be at the top just because obviously they have newer facilities. So that's going to put them um, ahead of, you know, the really terrible old facilities. But it's it's great to have um, those reviews only a year into Kevin O'Connell's tenure. Obviously, he brought in all new staff and um, his policies. So it's really great that after only one year, they are in the Do we know top. what our report card looked like? During the Zimmer year. No, so this is the first time they've oh, ever done th- that. Oh, excuse me. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, and they wanted to put it out uh, before free agency to give players an idea of what they'd be going into. Yeah, and um, we talked to Brian about it last night. Like, how much is that something that he would ever even look at? And he said that he thinks that it's great and he wishes that was there when he was around. Okay. Because he's like, your first contract, you really just want to get paid and you probably aren't going to take those things into consideration as much. But when you're getting into your second or your third contract, yeah, those things really matter. And you want to know that the guys in the strength room are really trustworthy, that you're not going to have to wait for equipment, that you're going to get a customized plan for your workouts, not just weights, run, weights, run. Um, and you want your facilities to be comfortable. You want your, you don't want to have a roommate when you're traveling, stuff like that. So yeah. he said that when you get to be an older free agent, that's something you definitely um, want to think about. Well, that's good to know. I uh, I would definitely be interested if they had done this 
when Zimmer was the coach. And look at me, I'm looking back, and it's like, <laughs> don't look back. You're not going that way. What are you doing, Haley? Don't talk right. about the old regime. But it would just be a very, it would be very interesting to see how much things change and just, because obviously they always talk about how the vibe has changed down at the new Winter Park yeah, and how much people like it. But, I, I mean, it would be nice to have something to compare to. Yeah, absolutely. That would be that would be good. Um, but of course, you know me, I, I love to make fun of other teams. So I had to look at who is who's got the F's here. Yeah. I'm the commanders, no surprise. Ugh. <laughs> that they are the absolute worst. And I think every category they were do terrible think, except for coaches, strength coaches. Do you think they'll be better next year now that they got rid of some people? Well, that's that's the what they say, I don't know. I think that they're never. I, I well, yeah, they got rid of Carson Wentz, right? Mm-hmm. They traded or they cut him on Monday. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing about them. Obviously, they've had zero stability at quarterback, but uh, people like to say, "Oh, well, look at the situation that the Commanders have been in since they lost Kirk Cousins. They've had twelve different starting quarterbacks." Yeah, I, I can see that, but at the same time, they just haven't made good decisions in general. So no. I think that they're going to be in this F category for a long time until they get a new facility which well and as until they get rid of dan snyder too well right it's just that's been like a 15-year saga i feel like of him toying with he's gonna sell the team he's not gonna sell the team they're gonna force him out they're not gonna force him out i want them to put the stadium in woodbridge virginia i think that would be awesome but who knows if it's even gonna happen well did you hear that jeff bezos wants to buy the commanders but dan snyder won't even entertain it because Bezos owns the Washington Post and the Washington Post is who put out that piece about how terrible the environment is there. (laughs) Okay. I I honestly, NFL ownership and like, well, sports ownership in general is so confusing to me because it's weird how, like, I don't understand how the other owners in the league also have to like approve things. Yeah. And then you can say no to things and yes, you can, I I don't know. The whole thing is, I mean, just like with the wolves, the things that we've learned about ownership and and stuff, I don't understand at all, but that is. Yeah. How do you buy a basketball team on layaway? Like you're putting like, okay, it's like Kmart. You're putting a few dollars down and by a few, I mean millions of dollars, but it's like, that just seems so ridiculous. It's just year after year you hear, oh, the owners are going to force Snyder out. And it's like, well, how do you do that? He paid for it. Like, I don't understand. It's above my pay grade. But so that wasn't surprising. I was surprised um, that the Bengals got an F. Really? Yeah. In what? An overall F. Um, but they. Really? They got an F for friend, uh, for for family treatment. They're 27th out of 32. Um, where the Packers F minus in food. Ooh, they don't provide dinner. What to their players? They are one of only two teams that do not provide uh, provide vitamins or supplements to players. Wouldn't you want to regulate what people were taking? You would think um, training room D minus. I think though a lot of that has to do with probably it being an older. I mean, we went to that stadium. It's old, so there is no private area for friends and family there. Yeah, but you get to live in Cincinnati, which is amazing. <laughs> we love it. We will you never get to go to the bl- Cincinnati. You get to go to the Blind Pig. Are you serious? Oh my god! I would never. If I was, if I had never experienced the Vikings, and I would be like, I Cincinnati is it for me. One that really, really made me laugh though is the Cardinals. 
Oh, boy. They're an F. 31. Ranked 31st. F for families. F minus for food and nutrition. Oh, my God. What are you feeding these people? (laughs) So, one reason is that they are allowed to have dinner if they want, but it will be boxed, and it will be charged via payroll deduction. You're joking. No. (laughs) Can you believe that? Okay, here's your $8 meal. Are you kidding me? I would lo- I would prefer it if the owner of the Cardinals like hit each player with a Venmo request. Oh my god. Of, be like, yo, and it was like every meal, it wasn't at the end of the season. Yeah. It was like $8. But it gets worse. Oh god. So, if you work out at the facility in the off season, the team charges you for every meal you eat at the facility. What? Are you serious? Isn't that so fucked up? It's so dumb. Why would the more control you have over the players, what they're putting in their bodies, the more you can control how well they produce. I mean, essentially, you don't want them. They're coming in and they're eating good food. That definitely helps them in the long run. Because if it was me, I would go to work. Work out and then go to McDonald's on my way home if they're not going to feed me. Well, that's what I said. I said, what, what, if you're there working out, you know, in the off season, you don't have a lot of other options for food there other than the facility's food. Do you want them getting DoorDash? Exactly. <laughs> like, I don't understand. I would, be, I would be getting, I'd be, oh, well, I got to get my Diet Coke on the way home after I just worked out for two hours. I mean, that's what I do now, but I just think that's so insulting. So then when they get their pay stub, is there like a deduction? Like, had yeah. dinner on July 12th, minus, <laughs> minus $12. Is it like college where you have to swipe your meal your card? Your meal card, yeah. Yeah, you have to put $1,000 on your on your card. Oh, yeah. they ha- I mean, that has to be it. There's gratuities. You have kitchen fees. Oh, my God. That's just so embarrassing. Uh, then they also have, they got an F minus on their weight room. Also, how bad do you have to be to be an F minus in anything? The players are like, we'd rather go to an anytime fitness than work out at this hellhole. In school, like, you got an F. You didn't get an F minus. Yeah. I mean, at least me, at least I can't remember if I did or not. But okay, I never so got an F minus. It says that the floors are uneven and the floorboards are peeling up. It is a safety risk. <laughs> and it's a unanimous complaint. Like, oh. I'm, I might have to apologize to Kyler now. Why he wants to be in his basement with his Call of Duty. Call of Duty. He's <laughs> safe there. He's not going to get he's hurt. He's safe. He's building strength. That Yeah. Um, let's see. Training room, F minus. Uh, they do not have enough um, athletic trainers or um, physical trainers. Okay. Just terrible. So, Okay. Where did uh, the Green Bay Packers fall? <sighs> I think that they did okay. Which, how about our boy, Aaron? Um Ugh. Still not making his decision. So they got sixth out of 32, which that's you can't hate on that. Families B plus, nutrition A, weight room A, strength A, B minus in the training room. Hate to see it. Only 92% feel the steam room is big enough. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, okay. 80% feel there's enough hot tub space. So that's something you should improve on. Yeah, it is. Yeah, everything else. They're pretty boring. Um, unfortunately. Jaguars F, 
Bengals F, it hurts my heart, really. I know. Honestly, like, that's... Joe Burrow should not be... I was surprised to see both the... um that the Rams and the Chargers got a D, but they have temporary facilities right now. Oh. So, anyways, bragging rights. Uh, um, okay, so I just... <laughs> talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I it made me think of a tweet that I saw a couple weeks ago that I could not... I could not stop laughing about because oh. it was about Aaron Rodgers going into his darkness retreat. Oh, God. And it was Mahomes out here about... To, it was so it's during the Super Bowl... Mahomes out here about to win his second ring on a bad ankle and my quarterback in a cabin with no power somewhere smoking crack. Smoking crack? <laughs> oh, my God. I, like, I literally think about that probably once a Let day. Me, is there it, a picture? Oh, No oh, picture, oh. but it was okay. like, it was during the Super Bowl and it was, you know, obviously, I'm literally crying because I'm picturing Aaron Rodgers smoking crack. And let me make it clear, I, as far as I know, Aaron Rodgers does not smoke crack. <laughs> I can only confirm that he does ayahuasca because he yes. has admitted that himself. But, I mean, that's essentially true. Like, he was in a cabin in the middle that's of the woods. That's crazy. Oh, well, so funny. Yeah, so he comes back. He's like, oh, I'll decide on my dark- darkness retreat. Doesn't decide. Yesterday, he's like, Oh, I'll be making the decision soon. Yeah, okay. Free agency starts on, I believe, the 13th or the 15th. Coming up here real quick. Uh, yeah. He he just likes attention. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, obviously he does, but Okay. What else do we have here? We had some we had some Kirk Cousins news. Yeah, so we did. I haven't been on Twitter. Well, I haven't been on social media much at all, actually. Um, Which is great since you're an influencer. <laughs> oh, my God. I know. I'm having a really hard time. Ma'am, could you please get it together? <laughs> because it's, this is literally your job, okay? My grid is so self-absorbed. My Instagram grid, the whole thing is just self, is pictures of me alone. Have like, you I have seen no mine? Mine is like 90% me, too. And it's all the same angle. I look like such an idiot. I look back and I'm like, What? Why? So like the, the yesterday was like or the first time that I've posted in a month because I had to. And now I'm like, OK, well, I need to keep posting. I haven't even posted that I have a dog, nothing. And I just I, I'm looking at the grid. I'm like, I don't know how to fix this. I look like such a narcissist. Can I hang out with some friends and take a photo? I know. <laughs> I feel like I so, have. OK, February for me, this is such a basic thing to say, but February flew by. And I feel like I did stuff. Like, I went to a couple Wolves games. I What else did I do? I Well, you were in the hospital twice, weren't you? No, I was in the hospital oh, once. But then you had COVID. But I had COVID. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I think, nine days of February that I yeah. was sick. sick. And then there was a snow day in there. I mean, yeah. I feel like I, it flew by and all of a sudden it's like, Oh my god, I have to be an adult on Monday. Yeah, I, your job starts on Monday. On Monday. I am okay, when I say and I feel like this is all I've been able to talk about for the last month. When I say I am so excited, I can't even put it in words. Like I I yeah. am so excited. I and I'm scared a little bit because this is like I said I've never been a professional fundraiser before. But I'm so excited for the challenge and for the opportunity. Yeah. I'm like, how big can I make this? Yeah. What can I do? And I'm just like, I have big visions and I, I'm nervous, but I'm like excited about it. Not a bad nervous. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm just, 
good and good butterflies. Good yes, anxiety. exactly. Yeah. And I, th- I think I said this on our last episode. I've never anything in my life has ever felt like this is meant to be. I'm supposed to be doing this. Like, mm-hmm. and this is the first thing in my life where it's like, oh my God, no, this is, this is why I didn't have other things in my life. And I was, I was kind of thinking the other night, all of this happened. This sounds so ridiculous, but because of KFAN, it all, yeah, because it did. I started going in to the power trip with, you know, cause Hawk invited me five years ago. And then we did that one podcast. The right person heard, got me involved. I would have never been involved with the foundation. Like I was the last two years. If that person hadn't got me involved. And then now I'm, I, I was just thinking about it. I'm like, that's so crazy. Yeah. A radio station. And right. w- well, so I was with Musk the other day and I told him about my job and I was like, you kind of have a role in this because yeah. Musk is the one who connected me with that person. Right. But yeah, it was, um, I'm so excited. It's probably going to be all I talk to and I talk about, but I was kind of thinking like, I've always said I want to be with someone who's married to their job who like loves their job is good at what they do and has that that and I'm like I'm gonna be that person I'm gonna be married to my job so this is so great I'm so excited for you and then I hope I want to do a really good job at the speaking engagement that I can start doing more of that I know business trips every weekend business trips all (laughs) over the midwest all over do you know what you're wearing Uh, I'm thinking, I think I have an idea. I think I'm going to do like, not kind of a power suit. Like Spanx makes a really cute, I want to obviously want to feel skinny. So. Oh yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited. And that's coming up so quick. I know. After the weekend. Crazy. I know. Well. Well, gosh. Okay. What (laughs) What else is going on? We have... Do we want to talk about the bikes anymore? How much longer do we have? Mm. I love it how I have these production meetings on air all the time. Like, I know. How much we're... time do we have left? <laughs> and it, we have no set time. We can just um, do it however long we uh, want to. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, so free agency does start. I think next week let's talk about some predictions and who we want to keep and who we don't. <laughs> but not right now. We'll keep people on the edge of their seat for that oh, one. Yeah. I love that. It's a good tease. But sure. it is crazy that it is already combine free agency. Before we know it, we're going to be at TCO watching practice. Well, I'm already like, oh, the draft party. Oh, I know. I can't wait, <laughs> I for, can't the wait for the party. draft party. Remember how we're like, we never go to the draft party. And then the Vikings gave us tickets and we had so much fun. And yeah. it was such an amazing experience yeah. like being down on the field yeah. and they had it set up everything was so instagrammable i cannot express this enough go to the draft party it is fun it gets yeah. you so pumped up for football season and now that we have a full season of quasi and koc under our belt it'll be even more fun and electric i think hopefully you won't have to wait until pick 32 again but yeah i am I, it's it's crazy how it's like the season, it literally just ended, it feels like, and now it's already, things are picking up again. I know. Time flies. Time flies. When you're having are fun. Are you not going to be able to go to the Twins opener? Probably not. Now that you're a professional. Uh, I don't even know what day that is. It's a Thursday again. I don't. It's in April. It's a little later this year, thank God. 
I'll have to see. Yeah. Maybe make sure I don't have any meetings. <laughs> can you, can you make sure, I'm going to be blocking off my calendar. And I, you know, I sound so ridiculous. I did have to do these things when I was in office working for my dad. Like I, I had to go to meetings. I had to work with other people. It's not like I've never had a job before, but this is just, you know, working for your parents is a little bit different than working. Well, yeah, that's a completely different industry. Oh, totally. And this is so much yeah. more collaborative. Right. So, yeah, it's completely different. So. It is. I know. I, well, I think I make my sound, myself sound much more stupid than I really am sometimes. But do you we know. have any men to complain about? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> No. I actually don't. What did I say to Max? I was like, these streets are tough. Like, my phone is, is dry. It's not great. Yeah. What did they say? They were like, oh, are you guys going to talk about male Sports genital- or- like, yeah. genitalia? I'm like, I haven't seen one by choice in a long, in a few weeks now. Yeah. Or longer. No. I Other than accidentally coming across them on Twitter. Ugh. God. But <laughs> no, I've got nothing there either, really. I, I did get a Hinge account. What? I have a Hinge account now. Excuse Lizzie me? let me use her phone number, so I'm not. I got. <laughs> oh, that's right. You were shadow banned from. So I got past the block. Like, I, I can get in now, but I didn't make a profile or anything. Seemed like a lot of work. Oh, my God. Oh, I got an email the other day from the speed dating company that we use. Oh, my God. You have to talk about that they... because of what day it was and everything. Valentine's Day. Yeah. And it was like, come to speed dating. And I was just like, oh, my God. Um, but it was a personal email to you. Yes. It wasn't a mass email. No, it was a personal email inviting me to a speed dating event. And I was just like, this is really what my life has come to. <laughs> I'm was- getting a personalized email <laughs> to be invited to a speed dating event in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm getting invited to go speed dating. It was also, they sent it at like noon yeah and it was for that night for valentine's they're like night. Haley, we know you're a huge loser so <laughs> do you want to come down to- i mean honestly i'm kind of offended i didn't get it oh they God. really liked you there oh great i'm the queen of speed dating even awesome. though you had the worst attitude ever they <laughs> want you back. Just drunk <laughs> i did actually try to get i tried to go to speed dating again i'm trying to set it up you i won't invite you not to that company. I want to try a different one. There are multiple companies? Well, Nadine and I were talking about it. And then um, I made, she has a new friend named um, Eva that is on uh, Care 11. Oh, yeah. She's a reporter for them. Yeah. And she wants to do it. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. See, Nadine is also a social butterfly like you. Yeah. This is a, for a caterpillar? No. Absolutely not. It's like a social experiment for me. It, yeah. You think it's great. You're finding the fun and the good in it. And I'm like, absolutely not. I did it once. And I I did it as soon as you asked me. You did it. I mean, honestly, I, I props to you. And um, I did. After we got home, I did spend the night crying because I'm like, I cannot believe this is my life right now. It was brutal. Yeah, it was tough. It was. It, it was not a good selection. No. And it was. I'd love to see who was there on Valentine's Day. What if I texted you and I was like, like cha- plot twist, I'm going speed dating today because one, yeah. I don't like Valentine's Day and right. two, I hated speed dating. What I if would I, love it. You would have 
you would have shown up? Would you have? I, if, if I hadn't just gotten a puppy, I would have shown up. I would have, if it was especially at the same place, I would have just had a drink in the lobby. And just watched. And just watched. Watch me. Watch my face talking to. <laughs> well, I do. I love observing people in public and I, or not even I, all the time. I love being nosy as, as everyone knows. So I would be there. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, that was. That was a very humbling experience to get a speed dating invite on Valentine's Day. It really was. I was like, okay, well, we're doing this. This is, yep. Um, speaking of being nosy, my neighbors got into a huge Oh my God, that was amazing. Fight. That was the best thing huge to wake fight. up to the other day. You got Oh my God. So I complained about my neighbors a few episodes ago. Um, and the other day it was the snow, the day it snowed a ton. Snownami. I hear like a huge bang. It's like rustle and bustle up there. It turns out they got into like a physical altercation. <laughs> and this is two women. Two women. Yeah, it's not like a domestic dispute. No. This is two women. And I'm pretty sure they're friends. I don't think that they're a couple. And oh my God, it was the juiciest argument. I like went to the back stairwell and just listened for probably an hour. Oh my, she was sending videos. Well, it was, oh my God. I didn't have my phone when I first was back there listening. So I was like, oh my God, I don't want to forget any of this. I need to go record it, but I don't want to miss a second. So that was your Super Bowl. That was, (laughs) I don't know, like, the picture you sent of you holding Dolly, listening to this tea, I don't know if I've ever seen you that happy. Oh, my that God. That was pure joy on your face. It was great. I mean, the things that they were arguing about, just some highlights. So they were going, well, one was calling the other one fat, which none of this was nice. I don't condone any of this. No. They were arguing about how many calories is appropriate to eat <laughs> in a day. And one said to the other, you eat 4,000 calories a day. And... um. Anyway, they're going back and forth about that. So somehow they get into the kitchen cabinets and they're reading expiration dates on the food. And one is throwing out the food onto the floor and making a huge mess. And I mean, one of the girls was literally crying about lentils. She did not want her lentils thrown away and she did not want her rice thrown away or quinoa. She had an emotional attachment. Yes. it. And you didn't. I didn't even... So Haley and I have had the expiration date conversation a few times. Oh God! When we lived together, like I had some condiments that were expired and some other things, and Haley was not here for that. <laughs> Shocking! Um, the control I, freak. I don't want to keep things for like a long time, but I don't necessarily think like ketchup is going to go bad the day that the label says or whatever. Me, I'm waiting until twelve o'clock to throw it. <laughs> yes, clock is yes. like midnight. She's like, got a I gotta set. get it out. Yep. <laughs> So, oh my God. So they're arguing and the girl's like, this has moved with us three times. And she goes, it never goes bad. It, and it will last until 2025. Oh my God. The canned goods. And I was just sitting here thinking if Halo were here, she would be having blown I gas. I walk up there and remove them myself. I would 25 like- more years. She wants to keep some canned goods. Oh God. And she's like. No, it has preserved us. So anyways, this was a very juicy fight. It was very mean. It was um, really mean. I mean, you and I have, have fought, but we have never name called. Like, they no. were they were name calling. Yeah. They were very, like, personal. It When you and I have fought, it's been, like, my feelings were hurt. Right. This was, like, personal attacks. Like. It was bad. It was really bad. You don't talk to your friends no. like that. It was. 
So I don't condone that by any means. That was wrong. But they, I guess, I guess this started over cleaning. And I learned that there is, from the, through this argument, I learned that there are people out there that use apps to organize their cleaning schedule. And um, these gals have an app and they pay for it. It's not free. And they still don't use it. I don't understand what the app is telling you to do. Like, don't you just look at something and you're like, oh, that's disgusting. I need to clean it. Like, uh, I clean my bathroom probably three times a week because if I, like, because of my contacts. Oh, uh-huh. You, if I get contact solution on the counter, it drives me nuts to see the ring. So, I, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. So, I'm cleaning probably three times a week. I'm, my, you know what? This job might cut into my cleaning schedule. <laughs> I need to reconsider. Yeah, no, <laughs> shit. I need to be able to clean. Oh, my God. So there's apps out there for anyone who's struggling with cleaning. Uh, maybe we can get sponsored by them. I'll reach out. Can you imagine uh, me being sponsored by a cleaning app? Oh, my God. That would be like. But since then, the vacuum has ran every single day. Well, that's good. Oh, tell uh, talk about the washing machine. I don't know if I want to talk about that. Well. I can. So so she's like, you pay for this app and we don't even use it. That's the problem with you. We can't even pay our rent. But you bought a TV. You bought a washing machine. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, I live in a duplex. So I live on the ground floor. They live above me in our basement. We have laundry. Okay. Is it the most glamorous setup in the basement? No, but it's functional. It is. Yeah. So they're arguing that they got a washing machine and, I'm, and how they can't hook it up. And I'm thinking, are they trying to hook this up in the basement? What the hell? So I go back and look on the ring footage. <laughs> this is, that was peak Sal, was looking it up on the ring footage to see when this washing machine had gotten delivered. Yes. And then what'd you do? So I had to go back a few days and I found the washing machine was delivered at seven. I was like, how did I not see it? Well, it was delivered at 730 in the morning and then they brought it in at eight. So they were ready for that washing machine. We're excited. Uh, I had the labeling on the side, so I looked it up (laughs) on Amazon. It's like $400, and it's a portable washing machine that I guess you wheel into your kitchen and hook it up to the kitchen sink and do your laundry that way. No. Um, However, you know, my house is 100 years old, so the plumbing setup is sometimes interesting how, because, you know, 100 100 years ago, there weren't dishwashers, right? So when you put these things in, anyway, it's, it's, I don't think our pipes can withstand that setup for one. And also, so what are you going to do? You're going to take your wet clothes then down to the basement and dry them? That's twice as much work. And you can't pay your rent, but you just bought a $400 washing machine. I Oh, man. There were so many layers to this argument. Oh, it was great. And it went on for over an hour, over right? Over an hour. And then I still don't think they're talking because um, Sunday, they got I we both got a package from Chewy, and theirs was out. And then so I've been really watching the ring footage lately. <laughs> I'm really keeping tabs on things. Because, as I said a couple episodes ago, I'm done with this. So I'm just, I'm got, got all my evidence. Got my binders of evidence. Yes. And um, the other one who walked past this package, she left and came back at least four times and never picked up the package. That's rude. So. I, That'll show her. That, <laughs> there's, it's obviously still going on. But. Wow. Well, Anywho, that's. Well, this is the Sal's Neighbor's 
<laughs> drama leader. I'll keep you guys posted. Maybe yeah. I'll post the photos of the ring footage on the story. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, seriously, the picture of you around the corner holding the dog, listening, <laughs> and you're just like, you could not get it. it. Was I woke up to it and I was laughing so hard because oh my god! It well. Was, Listen, I've called them out on their bullshit with the trash this week. And then um, today I actually yelled at them this morning. I didn't get a response, so I don't know if they heard me. But they let their dogs out at 7.20. I had to wait for them to be done to let mine out. I opened the door. There's dog poop on the back step. And I'm sick of it. So I said, can we not do this anymore? This is fucking disgusting. And they didn't respond, but I know they heard me. So I'm getting ballsy. And I'm changing the Wi-Fi password on the 10th. I'm going to only give them two days notice. Wow. Yeah. Well, they might have to return that washing machine if they're going to have to <laughs> if they're going to have to <laughs> pay for two days their might own be too short. I don't know. How much notice should I give them? Listeners let me know, but um I'm done. Oh. Done playing nice. Well, one thing I wanted to mention before we wrap this up is that my skin looks amazing and oh, I'm yeah. just going to go ahead and say it. I got a facial last week at Jolie Aesthetics, which is, and this is not a paid advertisement. I just think my skin looks great and I want other people's skin to look great. And uh, Jolie Aesthetics, it's in Sola Salons in West End. So it's super convenient, very conveniently located next to 600 Utica Avenue South or 1600 Utica Avenue South, excuse me. And Jacqueline is the woman who does the facials and it, was so incredible. I got the Jolie signature facial. Super relaxing. My skin looks great. I feel great because my skin looks great. I don't because I don't like wearing makeup unless we're going and doing something. So I love being able to just bop around with no makeup. And I feel like I can do that confidently. So I love that for me. I love that for you too. I've felt like I never wear makeup anymore ever. I do <laughs> if we're going somewhere, like if I'm doing something, but maybe once or twice a week I wear makeup. It was the last Vikings playoff, the the last game. I did not put on makeup for three and a half weeks, I realized. Other than like once in a while. I mean, I'll do eyebrows because I have blonde eyebrows and some mascara. But like actually sit down and do my makeup, no. That's very unlike you too because you I love makeup. I used to love doing makeup, but now I don't like doing makeup. Okay. Well, that's insane. Well, I don't not like it. It's yeah. just not. I just think back and I'm like, wow, I used to spend like two hours doing my own makeup. And now I'm like, 20 minutes is a lot. I think when I do my makeup and I'm like, I'm going out, I need to look cute. I maybe spend 12 minutes. And that's a lot. I'm just not. It doesn't bring me joy anymore. And you are only supposed to do things that bring you joy. (laughs) Anyway. Well, let's wrap this up. So here is what inspired me for the week. Every single choice we make is either going to enhance our spirit or drain it. Every day we're giving ourselves power or taking it away. And that's by Caroline Mice. And uh, yeah, it just kind of stuck with me going through the last few weeks of figuring out what, because my schedule is going to change, my life is going to change, the things that I need to do in my life that give me good energy and make me happy so that I can put my best foot forward and not giving power to things that drain me. So activities that maybe aren't the best for me or dealing with situations and stuff that aren't helpful. So 
enhance your spirit this week instead of draining it for sure love it well good luck on monday thank you hopefully we'll have dinner sunday we can talk more but yes we'll see what the puppy situation is zelo zelo favorite restaurant reopening thank god it reopened yesterday and uh if you haven't been to zelo go to zelo it's uh chow bella's sister restaurant so, but it's in Minneapolis. It's in downtown Minneapolis, and it is so good. The vibes are immaculate. The food is fantastic. The service has always been great when I've been there. I mean, I haven't been there in years because it's been closed since COVID. So Yeah, closed since. It maybe even closed a little before because weren't they going to do remodeling? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's been, been over three years yeah, since, since I've been 2019. there. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Highly recommend. Well. This is this has been it. This has been <laughs> this a, is it. It's been a Thursday. Well, Thank you for listening. Yes, have a great week, you guys. Love you. Go roll the boat, Sky Ma. Go Gophers. Bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.